Hello friends, I'm Dr. Saurav Arora and you're listening to podcast on health, homeopathy and research. Today, we are going to talk about pneumonia, its salient points which we need to remember as a clinician and what is the role of homeopathy. Obviously, being a homeopath, I should be telling you the possibility and probability of dealing pneumonia patient. St- stay connected. As per World Health Organization, Pneumonia is one of the most solvable problems in global health and yet a child dies from the infection every 20 seconds. Now this is something to worry upon. Being a most solvable problem and yet a child dies every 20 seconds. Global burden of pneumonia is not worthy because it's a leading cause of death for children under the age of 5 years around the world. It is the single largest infectious cause of death in children worldwide. And pneumonia accounts for 16% of all deaths of children under 5 years of age, killing hundreds and thousands of children worldwide every year. It is because of pneumonia and diarrhea that the developing countries are placed among the list of top 15 nations fighting with such kind of diseases. And one third of the pneumonia population worldwide doesn't get sufficient treatment. Now this is ironical. Even if the treatment is given, it doesn't guarantee the complete survival from pneumonia. In US alone, 20% of all hospitalized pneumonia patients die every year. And nowadays it is one of the complications of acute respiratory distress. Now coming to pneumonia as such, it is one of the commonest infectious diseases which may be caused due to bacteria, which is most commonly the streptococcus strain, but can also be caused by the viruses, fungi. And it leads to the inflammation of the air spaces, the swelling, the infection, and the alveoli and bronchioles are infiltrated with the white blood cells and fibrinous exudates. This is how it creates an obstruction in the lungs. It can be presented as a mild form or as a life-threatening disease depending on the immunity of the patient. It can be transmitted via airborne route which is through cough and sneeze and nowadays we are all afraid of cough and sneeze and also via blood transmission. It presents with the symptoms of inflammation of the alveoli and as these symptoms can be commonly present symptoms in varying degrees. So there may be high fever with chills, that is shivering, strong chills, shivering with high fever, cough, maybe dry or maybe productive. Productive means there may be green, yellow, brown or blood-stained sputum. There is difficulty in breathing. The fasting breathing with lower chest wall in drawing in children. It is most common. Chest pain is one of the commonest symptoms with nausea, vomiting or diarrhea. There may be loss of appetite, increased perspiration, increased heart rate, excessive fatigue, confusion or disorientation to the surrounding and wheezing most importantly because lungs are all infiltrated by the mucus and the white blood cells. So there is no space because of the lack of oxygenation, there can be symptoms of confusion, 
fatigue, disorientation. The symptoms are not to be missed. Uncommon symptom can be joint and muscle pains or headache or unconsciousness when the patient is hypovolemic or the patient is, is in shock. So all these symptoms, they need to be considered, they need to be carefully studied if we are dealing a patient with a chest pain, wheezing, fever, with chills. Now, it is true for every disease including pneumonia that the interaction of the host and environment is important. It will only attack when there is weakened immune system. And this condition commonly affects the children who are under 5 years of age, the malnourished or the undernourished constitutions. Severely ill patient, the patient who have chronic disease already happening in their bodies. Immunocompromised patients such as HIV or AIDS. An excessive exposure to infections such as indoor air pollution, most common. Crowded homes, schools, societies, parents who smoke much in front of their children because it weakens their chest, it weakens their lungs, it weakens their immune system. And most importantly, it may be hospital-acquired or community-acquired pneumonia. This is a very sensitive topic to talk upon. The hospital-acquired pneumonia. You went to a hospital for certain other thing and you brought back pneumonia with you. If we talk of diagnosis, the symptoms of pneumonia, as I told earlier, it may be mild symptom or it may be severe symptoms. Mild symptoms are liable to be ignored and thus misdiagnosis is very common. It is only when symptoms are severe since the beginning or if they are prolonged, the correct diagnosis is made because the patient is worried at that point in time. The diagnosis of pneumonia is pretty simple. It can be arrived by the following investigations, for example, clinical examination which may yield hyperthermia or hypothermia even, the tachycardia where the respiratory rate is more than 18 per minute, use of accessory respiratory muscles, tachycardia, central stenosis, altered mental status, and the patient respirate very difficult with very difficulty. If we examine the patient physically, it may yield certain breath sounds, the rails, the crackles, the ronchi or commonly we called as V's. There can be decreased intensity of breath sounds with dullness to percussion and also the tracheal deviation. Along with this, some patients that do have lymph adenopathy or the pleural friction rub. Complete blood count, the increased TLC, total leukocyte count. X-ray chest, the lung consolidation can be seen. Sputum test, if required, to see the bacterial presence and growth. So these are all common investigation which we can advise to the patient, which we can undertake ourselves so that the diagnosis of pneumonia can be correctly made. Now, in conventional mode of treatment, obviously the pneumonia is treated with the antibiotics. But in cases with pneumonia with a viral pathology, the treatment becomes a challenge. So, in addition to the conventional treatment, 
the patients may opt homeopathy as add-on therapy or a standalone therapy depending on the diagnosis and severity of the condition now if the pneumonia is not treated what are the complications there may be severe or mild complications such as pleural effusion or sepsis the complications may be life threatening and therefore timely treatment and management is necessary timely treatment and management the management of pneumonia has three thumb rules ppt protect prevent and treat protect Every possible measure must be adopted to protect an individual, especially the children, for protection against pneumonia, such as inadequate nutrition, or they should be directed towards healthy lifestyle. They should be directed towards exercises, not to be exposed to the bacterial crowded places, spaces where there are chances of getting the infection. Prevent. Prevention is always better than cure. Every measure. must be taken to prevent pneumonia spread such as less exposure to risk factors that is indoor air pollution crowded places hand washing all these things must be done to prevent its happening treat every patient has the access to the right treatment we must encourage the early detection and timely treatment of pneumonia wherever the patient is in whatever the condition the patient is that should be directed to the right medical advice now coming to the role of homeopathy as such in pneumonia largely the homeopathy stimulates body's natural immune system to tackle with the infectious diseases such as pneumonia so it is our prime duty to stimulate the body's natural immune system especially in pneumonia the infection arises of lowered immunity immunocompromisation or increased burden of disease therefore therefore homeopathy acts on each and every level to ensure protection from pneumonia thus homeopathy acts to reduce the disease burden improves immunity and it doesn't have any side effect or the residual effects pneumonia is an acute and self limiting infection the treatment of pneumonia is symptomatic and conservative and it is seen that homeopathy is safe and effective for all age groups and therefore it can be given to infants or severely ill patients with ease it can be given or taken along with the other conventional medications therefore it can be taken as add on or stand alone therapy for quick recovery and no side effects all the symptoms are observed and noted to form a drug picture of the patient this include in depth details of the presenting complaints as well as non specific symptoms categorically the treatment of pneumonia is divided into three major parts that is mild form which is detected early with minimal to moderate symptoms the constitutional or added specific medicines are used to control the disease the disease duration is shortened with the complete recovery severe form with moderate to severe symptoms the specific homeopathic medicines are used frequently to control fever and to prevent complications in such cases aid of conventional therapies and measures are advisable and a close monitoring is all required to ensure 
no complication phase and third category the pneumonia in immunocompromised patients these cases are dealt with homeopathy as add on the specific medicines are repeated too often and along with the general management and conventional treatments the major aim in such cases is to decrease the disease burden and to improve the quality of life now in addition to constitution or the individualized medicine i am going to list some of the medicines which are frequently used in patients of pneumonia aconite ammonium carb ammonium iodatum antim tart arsenicum iodatum bryonia carbovage iodum calicarb phosphorus silicia and sulfur all these remedies they have their different shades to differentiate a constitution from the other and i would urge you to go back and read your materia medica to differentiate between the finer aspects of these commonly used remedies in pneumonia but do remember that pneumonia is a treatable condition and it must be treated according to the individual according to the stage and site of the disease according to the severity of the disease and every person has a right to treatment thank you have a nice day